This episode is brought to you by Aircraft Accessories of Oklahoma. When it's time for an aircraft component inspection, overhaul, repair, or replacement, you need experienced technicians you can trust and friendly service you can count on. Aircraft Accessories of Oklahoma, a family-owned business since 1959, delivers just that. Our techs have real-world experience and provide sales, service, and overhaul for piston engine aircraft accessories. We also have limited turbine capabilities such as fuel pumps, starter generators, and prop governors. And we can overhaul propellers ranging from fixed pitch to turbine. Propeller pickup and delivery service is available. And one more thing, mention this podcast to receive 5% off your next sale, service, or overhaul. Visit aircraftaccessoriesofok.com. This episode is brought to you by Genesis Aerosystems, a Moog company and leading provider of autopilots for rotor and fixed-wing aircraft. The Genesis STEC 3100 Digital Autopilot provides increased safety, decreased pilot workload, and is approved for over 200 makes and models. To learn more about the STEC 3100, visit genesis-aerosystems.com. That's genesis-aerosystems.com. AOPA presents Never Again, True Pilot Stories from the World of General Aviation. In this episode, erratic airspeed indications, including a 70-knot indication while plugged into ground power. You trust your ASI, don't you? Compare your answer in Just Like the Real World by Harvey R. Greenberg. As most of us pilots know, at least intellectually, there is an enormous difference between losing a system in training and losing it in the real world. This lesson came to life in a Piper PA-28 and former AOPA sweepstakes airplane during a flight from Penyan, New York to dupont Lapeer, Michigan, en route to Traverse City. November 208 Golf Golf is a terrific platform. AOPA replaced its mid-1970s instrumentation with two Aspens, serving as primary flight display and multifunction display. Dual Garmin 430Ws, an Avidyne MFD with a weather display, and an STEC 55X autopilot. The airplane has been a solid, affordable glass option that our membership in the Pen Yan Flying Club has embraced. Between Penyan and Lapeer lay a cold front that brought a line of scattered storms. I determined that with our cockpit weather and ATC, the risk was acceptable, and if things closed up by the time we got to the weather, we could land and await its passage. Buffalo Approach did a terrific job working with us as we passed through light to moderate precipitation at 8,000 feet. The pedo heat was on continuously with temperatures at plus 9 degrees Fahrenheit. When my wife and I got in the clear over Ontario and had time to relax, I noticed the true airspeed showing 140 miles per hour or better with a greater than expected headwind based on preflight. In hindsight, this was a clue that when things seem too good to be true, cruise airspeed, they probably are. Weather was good at dupont Lapeer, so I canceled IFR and entered a left upwind for runway 36. A Piper Cub departing runway 36, closed traffic, was one of several other airplanes in the area. Things became interesting when I saw my airspeed in the 70s instead of around 100, so I added power and mentally kicked myself for not paying attention. 
208 Golf Golf is not equipped with a backup steam gauge. Entering crosswind and downwind, I allowed for what I thought would be adequate spacing behind the slower Cub, but I was still having issues keeping the airspeed up and frantically looking for drag sources. I extended downwind a bit for spacing and asked the Cub pilot for his intentions, and he replied, touch and go. By now, I was highly motivated to get on the ground. Turning final, I was once again catching up to the Cub while struggling to maintain airspeed. Finally, the airspeed indicator did me a huge favor by unwinding so quickly that it was obviously wrong. I cut power, assumed the appropriate sight picture, and landed. While not a formation landing with the Cub, it was closer than it should have been, and a CFI on the radio chewed me out while the PFD went into fail mode with a check pedo heat warning. My brief explanation elicited a curt, no excuse. Since we were there to meet friends, we went out for lunch. Upon returning, I told them, no worries, we would either have a functioning airplane or a rental car. We towed the Archer near an outlet to run on ground power, and the airspeed came alive showing 70 miles per hour. I turned on the pitot heat for a while, and there was little change. However, after turning it off and making a call to home base, the instruments were correct. I hoped to get a consult with a local mechanic, but he was swamped. So we taxied to the runway, executed a gentle aborted takeoff to verify the airspeed came alive and went back to zero, and flew uneventfully to Traverse City and then home at 130 miles per hour true airspeed. The exact cause remains a mystery. The takeaways are interesting to contemplate. Between the high true airspeed and the erratic indications in the pattern, I might have been quicker on the uptake and sure will be if there ever is a next time. I could have cross-checked the GPS ground speed, but did not think to do so. I could have gone around to avoid getting close to the Cub, and I hope I would have had he announced a full stop landing. Of course, his intended touch and go was at best a plan pending realization, so no excuse may have been more on the mark than I would like to think. In any event, I am grateful to the first instructor who trained me to land a 172 without an airspeed indicator in 1978. My Penyan CFIs, who regularly torture me with partial panel and no airspeed approaches during each instrument proficiency check, and all the CFIs in between, who have challenged me to think. The Never Again Podcast is brought to you monthly by AOPA, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. You can find more Never Again stories online at aopa.org by typing Never Again into the search box. While you're there, check out AOPA's mobile flight planning app, AOPA Go, as well as the many free training and safety courses from the Air Safety Institute. Find all of this and more at aopa.org. The Never Again podcast is produced by Royce Earl. Thanks for listening. Fly safely. Fly safely.